Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Practical Spirits Podcast, powered by Seek to Teach Ministries. I am your host, Tahim, and I have my co-host, Rob. You there, sir? Yes, how you doing today, uh, Tahim? I'm doing, I'm doing well, you know, considering. Um, how about yourself? Yeah. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm, I have right. It, it, this this pollen out here is heavy, but I'm doing well. Doing well. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Um, yeah, we were having some um, some technical difficulties um, with the with the platform on Monday, so we're unable to get the show um, get the show going. We did have the guest that was dialing in, but um, before so before she she dials in, um, I'm sure she'll be calling shortly. Just um, just give me a sense of you know what what are you what are what are you feeling? This is something that we've never experienced. What's going on? When, you know, when you talk about the COVID or the um, coronavirus um, being pandemic, just kind of just in general, like how what are you, what are your thoughts about the situation? Because a lot has changed even since we talked on Monday. Yes, uh, a lot has changed, uh, or you could tell it's a, the fear. You know, it's a lot of fear that, um, you know, that has gripped probably the whole world uh, because of the pandemic. Um, but I will say I believe one thing that, if I could just say, I believe one thing that God is doing, that God, because we know that it, it has been allowed, but at the same time, is bringing the family back home, you know. Um, so, you know, I mean, you got different governors and different places that put orders down to remain in the house. And, you know, looking at the good, looking at the good in that, it has caused the family really to come back home and be within the home, you know. A lot of things where, you know, during our day, you know, we're here and there and everywhere and, and it's really even looking me, at sports. Um, Go ahead. Let me interject for a second. Um, your your phone. Can you hear me clearly? Because it sounds like you're kind of breaking up a little bit. Yeah, you are too a little bit. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Too, so. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, but as I was saying, I yes. believe it's really caused the family to to come back home and to be home. Uh, you know, um, um, the Bible talks about uh, you know that He works all things out for the good for the those who are the call, who love God, who are the call. But I, I really believe it that uh, you know we know that the family is remaining at home because of what's been put out there. So that's a good thing. You know, a lot of times we could get caught out there and lost out and. Our everyday work, and, and even for believers as well as unbelievers, but that's one thing that I could see happening is that the family is coming back home. They're at home, rather, you know, dwelling with each okay. other at home. So, yeah. So, yeah. Other, other than, and other than so that, you know, people right. that are um, kind of gripped by fear and moving different, and then you have some that aren't taking it serious. I still hear people mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, this mm-hmm. is a conspiracy theory and things of that nature." So um, you you do have that, which is kind of a, amazing to look at. But we might touch on this at the end, or maybe even touch on it on a follow up show. 
Um, I do have, I did conference in our guest, Ms. Latasha Anderson, so I definitely want to welcome back our friend to the show. Um, she called, she um, called in before. We had a great discussion on mental health. Do we want to spend some time talking about anxiety, but first of all, Ms. Tasha, how are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Glad to be back on the show. Um, thank you for having me back. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm well overall. Thanks for asking. Okay. All right. Well, it's definitely good good to hear your voice. Um, you know, we talk often on a on a light note, and you know, our our conversations really go all over it. Um, you know, right. in terms of like in our in our group chat. But I'm just glad that you know I have to thank God for the for the connection because you never know who you're. You know, the reason. You know, in 2005 when we met in yeah. the last March, I never. You know, we you never would have known um, that you know we would be able to pour into each other's lives effortlessly without yes. even thinking about it. So yes. I just thank God yes. for you. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Likewise. Yeah, so, my, my, yeah, so I, I just want to go ahead and get get into it. My first my first question I have for you, um, really just about um just dealing with, with anxiety. Like what what would you say from your perspective, um, you know, from someone who is a professional in the in the mental health field, what is what is anxiety? Oh, that is a great question. <laughs> um, clinically, um, anxiety is a group of symptoms. So, you know, we hear the term anxiety, and so that's why I said it's a good question, because we really don't know um, what we're talking about. Most of the time we say, you know, we're anxious. Now, anxiety is above, like, your normal worry, right? Um so you might worry that you don't have enough money to pay the bills for this month, right? Or you might worry about just having a kid, right? You might just have the general worry that when they leave the house, they're going to be okay. But anxiety is above that just your normal worry or response to stress, as they say clinically. So anxiety is a group of symptoms um, that include things like um, excessive worry. Um, uh, physical symptoms like increased heart rate, um, sweaty palms, um, and oh, insomnia is a huge symptom of, um, of anxiety. That's another one that a lot of people don't know. Um, a lot of people consider insomnia a disorder by itself, but it's not. It's a symptom, and so it's a, one of these symptoms of the anxiety. Um, some other things, uh, inability to focus, inability to concentrate. Um, digestive issues. I mean, I can go on and on, but it's a group of symptoms that that comprises what anxiety is. So it's above and beyond just your normal work. Okay. So, all right. And um, let me let me um just do a, a check point. I can hear you clearly, but um, the co-host is telling me that he was having some issues. Um, you still there, Rob? Okay. Yes, I'm still. Brother Rob, you hear me good? Can you hear us? I can hear you fine. Can you, you hear I us? can hear you fine. I'm not okay. on a this. I have a new phone, and I think some people told me that they have problems, and I don't have a headset. Um, okay. I really think I hear a little bit of wind. This, and yeah, I'm I hear fine. a little wind. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because like I told you on the text, um, I'm in the middle of. A whole nother thing right. with the house. Right. But so anyway, I'm sitting outside to enjoy the breeze and to just okay. as we talk about anxiety, not get myself um, worked up. But okay. I'm ready to work up, so we should be good. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm outside as well. 
always do the the show usually when I'm driving, when I'm I'm stationary. Good. In the but yeah. um, um so, oh, and another key thing uh, before we move on from the um, Kahim is that the main thing is that it interferes with your daily activities. So, like, if you're worried about something again, like okay, if I'm gonna have enough to pay, you know, the light bill. It might be a thought, it might be a word, you work it out and you move on. But if it's something that interferes with your day-to-day activities, like you can't move on, you can't, if you're at work, then these group of symptoms are affecting you. When you are um, interacting with others, these group of symptoms are affecting you. That's when you know it's something beyond normal worry because it's interfering with your daily life. Okay. So, and that's that's good. I'm glad you, because you just taught me a lot just, just right in, in that. Um, I'm going to ask a follow-up question, then I'll, um, Rob, I'll let you jump in and, and ask after she answers this one. But, okay, so basically with, with the anxiety, so it sounds like it's something that can impact you. Um, you, you said the, 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 the normal worry or something beyond that if it kind of sits with you. But I, I think that I kind of deal with it in spurts, but I just thank God that I'm enough of a balanced individual, just kind of the way that he, my makeup is, is that I don't dwell, I don't really um, have the ability to really dwell on things, and mm-hmm. um, some, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, because sometimes right. I need to spend more time on, on, on things, but I can easily dismiss something, and it's not dismissive as if it's just being suppressed, but it's like, it's it's in some cases, it's almost, I feel like I'm aloof, like, okay, I really should be focused on this. But what will happen is sometimes, like, let's say if it's something with an unexpected big financial hit that's going to impact my family and I just hear about it right then and there, or if it's something like when I found out my wife um, had cancer, thank God she's a cancer mm-hmm. survivor, but when I found out she had it, what happens with me is I'll just get overcome. It's like the opposite of adrenaline. Like, you know how you get yeah. adrenaline rush and you're, mm-hmm. you can do certain things um, beyond your capability. I just feel it's just like uh, like everything just seems like it's pressed down on me. And um, sometimes I, I get lightheaded. I'll have to sit yeah. down. And, and this mm-hmm. doesn't happen often, but it happens. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I believe the Lord allows me to see this because my wife, since going through chemotherapy and the, the way that this impacted her hormones, she deals with anxiety heavily to a fact that, like you're saying, yes, it does impact her day. Um, she works mm-hmm. a part-time job, but, you know, she might say, hey, I can only do an hour. I have to leave because it's a physical strain on her. It's it's mm-hmm. a lot that starts in the mental, but, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, she, she starts sweating. She, you know, mm-hmm. she can't sleep, things of that nature. Yep. So yep. it, it really is serious. But my question yep. um, about that is, is paranoia one of the symptoms of, of anxiety or is it something that can lead to anxiety or, you know, is it just you can't really define it like that? Yeah, paranoia can be an anxiety disorder because okay. anxiety is like this huge umbrella, right? And under that, there's like a number of disorders that, um, fall underneath that. And so a lot of the phobias, paranoia is a part of that. Or even, and we're describing paranoia loosely, um, or even a person who suffers from panic attacks can okay. start to become paranoid, for lack of a better term, or loosely using paranoia, because you're talking to a mental health professional who's seen paranoia like on a whole other level. <laughs> so loosely okay. using paranoia. <laughs> 
um, for a person who suffers from panic attacks, they can become kind of obsessed or paranoid uh, about getting another, having another uh, panic attack. In fact, that's the hallmark of panic attacks is that you spend your time worrying about when the next one is going to come. So, um, but in and of itself, no paranoia by itself isn't a symptom of just general anxiety. Okay. Now, fear of now, if you're saying paranoia, in the, yes, is that what you mean by paranoia? Yeah, I mean like, all right, um, some things like with some of my um, my social inequities that you know we're not going to get into, but you you know me, but certain things it's like um, you know in in some cases it could be a prejudice. So you know, based on some things that I that I've experienced um, dealing with, let's say racism in traveling. Um, you okay. Know, I, I, okay. Like yeah. so, like I might see, um, you know, a, a older white man, and while I don't have anything against him, I'm loving, I'm open to people. Sometimes in the in the back of my mind, I'll think like I need to keep an eye on him, or you know, keep my son close to me because of you know it's a it's a prejudice that's there that's not that doesn't really have a basis so it's certain social situations where i kind of you know keep an eye just like they say well hey the the older white man might look at me in my hoodie and he might you know he might be looking at me so that type of thing that that sort of paranoia that's there as well so you're describing more like a intense fear but it's and i'm glad you brought up this because this was going to be something i brought up but I'm glad you mentioned that, Tahi, because you're talking about a fear, an intense fear that's rooted in some type of traumatic experience. Okay. And so, yes, that is definitely a symptom or byproduct, you know, a part of the anxiety cluster. The paranoia is something different. Paranoia is unrealistic. Okay. Or distress. Um, Got it. So, yes, um, it's clinically proven that a lot of anxiety and its disorders are rooted in traumatic experiences. So, yeah. Gotcha. All right, Rob, talk to you, sir. Yes. Uh, how you doing, my sister? How you doing today? I am good. I am good. good. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Okay, so anxiety is, is, is it's a mental thing, right? It's a mental thing, right? Anxiety. It is it more mental and then your body responds from the mental aspect of anxiety? Is is that what I'm hearing? It, yes. Because it has so many <laughs> it has right. so many physical um, right. um manifestations that it came right. first the chicken or the egg, like right, you know? So it's one right. of those but yes, it, generally speaking, yes, it is classified as a mental disorder. Yes. Okay. So then your body can your body can respond to something that truly is really not there but but the anxiety of the situation will cause the body to respond as if something is there but it's not because of the anxiety. Yes, you understand sir. My question? All day long. Okay. okay. Yes. So, all day so long. that with that, I just wanted to add something too, and it, that also, I'm gonna let you finish, Rob. I was thinking, I didn't think of it before, but it could be a cycle as well because of something that literally is going on in your body. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you get a sick, like say right now, right now you yes. might have a, yes. a a dry cough, 
and right. maybe you had a dry cough before, but right. so you know that you're impacted, but then you start to think about that and the the, right. the weight that it has, that could actually cause another issue in your body. Is that yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll let you continue and, your line of question here. And, and that's where I was going because of what's happening now, you know, and that was my question. Uh, you could have been doing things before, and because of, the similarities or might have been of what you've been doing before, like per se dry cough or things of that nature. That because of the anxiety and the level of anxiety that you might be going through, that can actually can now I'm asking the question, can that actually make your body respond to even the symptoms that they say that's related to this COVID nineteen? Can you start developing phantom symptoms in response to the heightened fear. Right. Is that right. What you're right. Yes, yes. Oh yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Our minds are very, very powerful. We can, should yes. never right. underestimate the power of our mind. Right. And right. you know, how our brain and I'm, it's funny to use the word trick because I use it a lot in therapy. we we literally have to trick our brains into doing the opposite. Um Right. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so anxiety and stress now. So that's why um, just asking the question. Different. That's why those are different, though. <laughs> okay, good. Anxiety good. That's what is I not stress. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. A lot of people I've read and seen where it says anxiety is a level of stress beyond the normal stress. I read this before. So it's different. It's actually different. Yeah. Yeah, because we all have stressors, okay. right? We all have stress. Right. But, it, again, right. it doesn't impact your daily life. I mean, you know, right. anxiety and different anxiety disorders can literally, as Taheen said, right. like with his wife, where she literally can't work over an hour. She may not even be out, get out to bed some days. Or right. because she was up all night, you know, she can't. Right. She's fatigued the next day. So that's not stress, right. you know. Right. <laughs> that's not right. stress because it's right. Increases our energy levels and things like that, and our cortisol levels and all that, and so that we're able okay. to have the energy we need. Anxiety can actually zap us of the energy that we need. So, oh, no. so something. Hold on, t- t- let me. So you said stress actually increases the level, our uh, energy level. Yes, it, it that can. What? It wow, can, absolutely. I never knew that. Um, Okay. There's a stress hormone called cortisol that we have that actually increases, you mm. know, during times okay. of high stress. That's why you have people who, especially like CEOs and right. pilots, you know, high stress jobs, they kind of like right. they run off of um, adrenaline and fuel. That's why, because they're constantly under stress. Now, there's a whole other topic on how that affects your body over the long term, <laughs> but right. can people function right. and operate like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now what I what I wanted to say when I'm when I'm listening I'm I'm being taught by you as well as by the Holy Spirit at the same time and um you know so we say practical spirits this is the practical and medical side and um honestly we're gonna have to um, figure out a time that we can go further in in the discussion yeah. just on mental health because I can sense it's it's definitely it's open up it's opening up my mind and I know what my ministry partner I know how we flow I know what's going on I know his his thoughts are racing too, and it's, it's an exciting conversation. 
But one thing I thought about, um, we we have to know, and I'm I'm not going to ask it. I was going to ask my co-host as a rhetorical question, but we have to know as Christians, as those that are um, scholars of the Word of God, as teachers and students, that we know for a fact that Jesus dealt with anxiety. And why would I say that? Because he's the priest. Because of Hebrews, he has to be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Now, we've seen evidence of how he reacted look at how yes. he acted in the temple yes. you know with the yes. with the money changers you know flipping over tables like the, yes. <laughs> that that's not that, it's not just what he saw right there it could be yes. in, in the garden it's, it's a boiling yes. point where especially it gets there right so it's not it's not um like i think about philippians when it says be careful or be anxious for nothing well what paul is saying he's not saying like it's a sin to move in anxiety or that you're you're, that you're not going to do it he's saying don't stay in this state in conversations like this um whereas we want to recognize and identify things we want to find tools and find our triggers because the difference with anxiety and stress i will say stress we all deal with stress on a daily basis constantly that's the way that we're designed that's where we're going to grow the different types of stresses is going to be you know a, a physical stress even getting out of bed you know even the pull of gravity you have that but then you have the issues of life things that are going on but what happens is the reason why people say oh there's no hell we're living in hell now is because they create a personal hell for themselves not mm-hmm. knowing that regardless of their situation there's something that they don't have to feel oppressed or pressed on every side like yeah. Paul, you don't have to always be in that feeling, but these are real things that that go on, you know, spiritually, yes. mentally, physically. So yes. it's it's really a it's really a huge deal. But um, I'll let you yes. all continue. I'm so let, glad let me, you uh, mentioned let, that verse, <laughs> uh, Let me just say right quick because I'm so glad you mentioned that verse because you can imagine as a mental health professional how often Christians who have, who have that that verse has been used against them against getting help. And it's exactly. like, oh, God said, be, be anxious for nothing, just pray. We're not talking about, you know, again, your garden variety of worry. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a bona fide illness. You know, you don't tell people, oh, you got, broke your leg, don't go to the doctor. God said right. he's a healer, you know. Right. Like, right. come on. Right. And so I'm so glad yeah. you mentioned that. Yeah, we can't pretext and take that out of context because it does say um, be be careful nothing but in everything with prayer and thanksgiving let your request be known unto God. So when we say thanksgiving, we need to be thankful for the resources that God has given us. So we, we, right. we can't, you know, and that's not twisting scripture, but with Thanksgiving, if this doctor is saved or unsaved and I'm going to this podiatrist because I have neuropathy due to my diabetes and I'm like, okay, this is keeping me up at night, whether this guy is a Hindu, um, if uh, Islam, if he's uh, an atheist, if this is a person that God has provided for me in my life to give me instruction, yes. then no, I, yes. I need to I yes. need to look. I'm going to be prayerful about who I see, but I need to follow the instructions. And that's just like dealing with this pandemic situation. We can't just yes. go rogue and do it all on our own because we think right. we know a better way. But you know, so right. these these things we kind of bring on ourselves. And yes, it does. It is just disappointing when someone misuses scripture or just say, all right, well, yeah, you know, I'm just going to keep the faith in God that God's going to heal me. Yes, he's going to heal you, but he, God is a spirit. So if if we're practical spirits, God uses matter. He uses things and people on this earth to do, to to work in our lives. And a lot of times we can just dismiss that 
and not only Christians, but especially black Christians, we act like, yeah. you know, mental health. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. No, we, yeah. we get that diagnosed. If you get a physical, yeah. if you have to get a physical before starting a job or doing something like that, it's the same thing with the mental evaluation, especially yes. for those who have experienced trauma, which is a lot of us. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I can't. I have nothing to add. No. <laughs> uh, brother Rock. I want to let Brother Rock, and we're we're definitely going to follow up. We have about six minutes. Yeah. I want um I want um Rob to, to 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 close this out, and maybe he has another question for you. But our next show, um, we're, we're going to check on your schedule. Our next show will be a follow up show, quarantine edition of Mental Health and Practical Spirits, because I just feel that it is a need to go further. Yeah. Yeah. So I have totally two quick, two quick questions. One personal. Uh, my dad is dealing with uh, dementia now. Okay, and and mm-hmm. uh, for for a week he was in uh, a nursing home because he had um, forgot how to use his legs. Okay. Now um, that's that's possible. I'm sure it is, but. What takes place there is it something that interrupts the the uh, because of dementia it, it interrupts the 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 waves from the brain to the legs is that what's taking place just for me to understand better if you if you you know have any information on that. Hello. I, I think we might have we might have lost her. But yeah, so we'll put a pen. We'll open up the next show, and we'll go over that because actually, my um, my brother, um, I, my brother, his mom. We have we have different mothers, but the same father. Okay. My um little right. brother, his his mom is dealing with dementia, and she's younger. I think she's probably in her forties or fifties, and um, she's actually in intensive care and almost at the point of dying. So there's something else that's impacted. I think what it probably does is cuts off motor skills, you know, the the normal thing yeah. is because, you know, not being not recognizing you and things of that nature. But we'll let her um, maybe yeah. um, re- yeah. research that, yeah. come back with some information. I know she has some contractors working um, in her home at the time. So um, that's that's pro- that might be what's going on. But, yeah, it's, it's a great show. We want to follow up as soon as she's able to get back in. Yeah, because this is, this is definitely good. Um, and could you, could you go ahead and close us out in the prayer? Yeah, let me just uh, say real quick, and then I'll close out. One thing to follow up with, too, uh, is, is what you were saying as far as um, uh, people, regardless of what their nationality, religion are, uh, that's so true because even uh, in, the, in the Word of God, it talks about the gift of health, the gift of health. You know, doctors right. are gifts of health. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's, 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 they yes. have been anointed by God, whether they know it or not. They have been anointed by God to help us. You see what I'm saying? So, it, 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 yeah. yeah, you seek God like we do. We seek God, but we don't let what we perceive a person's religion is, or even if he said, even if he give us the advice, you know, it, we know then if he give us an advice, that goes against what we believe by faith, then we, you know, we can infiltrate myths. We can't just, because God has anointed, really the truth of the matter is, we've all been created by the same creator. That's the truth of the yes. matter. And he has gifted all of us, all of us with a gift of health in some area, you know, 
and, and, and the doctors are gifts of help as well as they are yeah. authority that God has allowed. So I just wanted to share yeah. that until the yeah. next time. But let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, even for what has been said thus far. We know, God, that you use people. You're seen on this earth through people. And we thank you for the woman of God that, that you have gifted and anointed to be able to relay this information to those who might not know it. Uh, we thank you. We, God, we pray that you continue to watch over this earth even as you have allowed this pandemic. You have allowed it. But you said to us who are saints that, that all things work out for the good to those that love you and in accord to your purpose. So we thank you, God, for that. We pray, Lord God, that even the families that have been hit by this, we pray, Lord God, that somewhere in their in, in their anxiety, in their stress, that they're finding you in the midst of it. We thank you, God, because we know that even when we don't know, we know that you're up to something, that something is taking place. So we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for all things. We thank you for all things, as your apostle Paul told us to give thanks in all things. So we thank you for all things. We thank you for Jesus Christ. We pray now, Lord God, more than ever, if you don't know the Lord and the pardon of your sins, that you ask him into your life to be your Savior, Lord God, and that you will have eternal life. Until the next time we meet, in Jesus' name, amen.